back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Those Trans Guys. I can't believe that April is like tomorrow. Where did March go? Honestly, this year is going by so fast. I wish it was a bit slower, but it's okay. Anyways, I'm joined again by my co-host, Aiden. Say hi, Aiden. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Happy almost April. We hope you had a good March. How are we almost halfway through the year already? 2021 is definitely flying by this year. I can't believe it. Uh, I hope so far you guys are really enjoying our topics. We've tried to keep it fresh, and I hope that it helps someone out there. We try and keep each topic different from the week to week. Some might be similar. Some might be different. So we really appreciate your feedback and let us know what you like and don't like or what you want us to discuss. So how about you tell them about this week's topic? Yeah, for sure. So this week we'll be talking about what we think it means to be a man, not what it means to be a trans man, but just what our own perception of what being a man means to us personally. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we reached out and got a couple really good topics. So this one was one that we decided to talk about today. And we're not talking about like the strong burly man who like fixes dressers and chops wood. I'm just kidding, but not really kidding at the same time. But being a man is like the alpha male who's there to take on the other things that women don't like to do or quite enjoy doing. Or kind of like a stereotypical thing that you think of when you have a couple and a guy does one thing and the girl does the other. It's the same kind of thing. I'm not saying that every guy has their own idea of what a man is, but to me, I think it's something that I've always been about growing up. And every guy is quite different with their thoughts on it and their perceptions of it. This is kind of our own take on it. And I think for me, I've dreamt about this since I was young. And before I knew, um, well, I knew I was trans, but before I actually came out as trans, but to what being a man meant to me, and it's always been in the back of my head. And I think seeing how different men in my life, if it was family or family friends, uh, how they acted from fixing basic things to being there to support their family to other things. So those are things that I noticed as I was growing up and not saying that every man is like this. Um, but for me, it was on my mind for sure. And I wanted that and envisioned it one day. Yeah, dude, for sure. And like I said before, we all have our own perception of what it means to be a man. And there is no one right way. Everyone is pretty much different. Just because you don't fit into a certain criteria doesn't mean you're any less of a man. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of facial hair and I don't have a set of eight pack abs, but does that mean I'm not a man? Um, some of you probably are thinking, yeah, probably, but um, I really hope not because if that is so, the majority of my friends aren't actually dudes and they're all just women because a lot of my male friends don't have any facial hair and they're not six feet tall. Well, except for Peyton who has a pretty solid beard going on, but he's pretty short like me and that doesn't make us any less of men just because we're under six foot. So, yeah. No, for sure. You're right. Like, height, I think people put a lot of pressure on. Like, if you're not a certain height or if you don't have the abs and the hair and all this, the muscles and everything like that, like, it doesn't mean you're any less of a man. There's a lot of men out there who are mixed heights, mixed everything. So, I think to me, it means how I want to be a man and what it means to me. So, that's why we wanted to talk about it today. I see myself as the man I was and always was and am and feel inside. And then I think showing life that every day with, every situation and every time I set foot out of my place. And then we learn, of course, every day with situations and experiences. And I had to learn on my own, but also by watching others and how they acted, et cetera, et cetera. But 
in the back of my head, it's my own image and vision to do what made me feel more manly. And I think I take those experiences and those perceptions and everything and put it into what I feel and not trying to fit in with everyone else. So I learned daily and, and that's why we want to discuss it because some weren't acceptable, some were, some were manly enough and some were just right. So I had to learn on my own and kind of figure out what was good and what wasn't based on society and what I saw. Because you see a lot in society and you learn from different people you face or see even just riding a train or a bus. And it's not really stressful, so to say, but I think um, I have to remember sometimes that how I am viewed and how like I'm seen and also who's looking at me too, because that plays a big role into um, my comfort wise and like how I feel. I mean, not everyone's looking at you, but sometimes they do. And you just got to roll with that and know that everyone can see you and everything you're doing. So just keep that in mind. And we all do it though. Every one of us, not just me, but every other person in the world who goes out into the world. Dude, you're right. You, like everyone is different. And if you're a man, we've all had those times where we've had to step up and really quote unquote be a man. And those times might have been uncomfortable because it's not what we were used to growing up. For example, there was this one time where I had to step up because of certain situations that came to light. If, like, for example, if you have a significant other, whether it may be a boyfriend or girlfriend, and a stranger starts hitting on them right in front of you, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you could let it slide, of course, but what kind of person would you be if you let someone else hit on your significant other like that when you're just like three feet away? In those situations, I guess you really got to stand up and let the other person know that it's not acceptable. But if you do it in an assholeish way, it could also have as negative effects. So in, the, in those situations, you really got to think and not let anger get a control of you and to properly just address the situation and hopefully come to a civil conclusion because being a man is not about, you know, just anger and fist fighting and then coming to a conclusion. That's not how it goes in the real world. You just got to like use your words and, you know, figure out how to solve the situation. And that's pretty much what, like one of the points of what it uh, means to be a man to us anyway. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's when I think people aren't going to be surprised to hear, but we don't talk about it much. But like, instead of having a fight, why don't you just talk about it? Like, it could be a misconception of the guy was just saying, like, they might know each other, or they might not know each other. And it could just be a random situation or conversation that doesn't even have to be that they're hitting on them. But either way, they could be hitting on them and then puts you in a, in a tough situation. So I agree. It's one of those things that is normal for men. And I think we're learning to use our voice and say, hey, like, that's my partner or whatever, but that that's one that we need to learn to use and to say, but it's hard when you don't want to have that confrontation because it could lead to an escalated situation when really you just want to be like, excuse me, like that's my partner. Please don't hit on her. Like I'm right here. And I think for me, I learned about body actions, like man spreading. That's a good one or sitting or walking, like acting more manly. And actually one of my coworkers said to me that she thinks I'm very masculine, but I didn't even think about it because I don't see myself walk every day. Like, I don't look at myself and, you know, but before I was always kind of shy and reserved and hunched over. So I've been learning to stand tall and be more proud, like a more dominant type. And it took a little bit of nerve because it's a long stretch for me. So but learning to be even just standing up a little bit taller makes a really big difference. So in and out of school situations to the bathroom to be more proud, to even confident, like 
and just not giving a shit, you know? So it's funny though, because on the bus one day, some men were manspreading and taking up a lot of space. And the only thing I had to do was manspread too, because I had no other choice. Some had their legs crossed and I know it's sad, but not even just in Canada, but all over the world. Some people view that as gay, but that's not the case because so many men do it, cis or gay or whatever you are. It's, it's just such a stereotype and that's not fair because like everyone can sit how they want to sit just because manspreading means that like you look cool doing it or you want to take up space or, or your legs just don't fit on the bus. I don't know which one, but like, it doesn't mean it makes you any less gay. Like I've been out with friends and they sit normally and they don't manspread. Like, so it's such a stereotype and I don't know why it's like, if one of us do does it, like we're going to get laughed at or looked at differently or been like, Oh, he's gay or whatever. It's not the case. Like, that's kind of what I go. Like I look at every time I take the bus, like I wonder who's going to get a weird look for manspreading, you know, but it, like it shouldn't be that way. Like even in social situations too, not even on the bus or in the comfort of your home, like people all look at you because of how you're sitting or acting or walking. So they're very quick to judge. Mm-hmm. All good points, man. And it's funny you mentioned that because I grew up seeing so many men in public spaces manspread and it's considered normal. And I'm not sure whether it's because um, they want to take up a lot of room or, you know, what's in their pants. That's why they have to, you know, spread their legs so wide um that's not the case though because that's weird so it's there's really like no um no reason for them to manspread it to be honest and honestly i feel like majority of them do it because they want to assert their masculinity and they want to take up as much room as possible which is kind of stupid but yeah i guess growing up we all had to like find that confidence in ourselves like peyton mentioned earlier that we weren't really born with and then we just have to like go with it and it's not something that you, you know, learn online or there's like a, a, a guide to how to be a man because, well, maybe that exists somewhere online. But it's uh, like these things, you have to go by experience and you have to like just go with what you feel in your gut. And it's if it's who you are, then do it, um, except for manspreading, because I don't think there's any appropriate reason for that. Um, but hoping that eventually we'll be able to fully be ourselves without being able to hide, that's all we can hope for as men, because we really just want to be ourselves and not have, like, you know, be vulnerable and all that stuff, which we'll talk about later on. But it it's just like having confidence and walking with your head held high. That's something that me and Peyton well, Peyton and I weren't um, lucky enough to experience growing up as, you know, people in high school and as kids. And we really had, like, we weren't comfortable with ourselves, pretty much is what we're trying to say. And that confidence we found after high school. And it was definitely a long journey. Um, And, you know, it's just the confidence that you have to build throughout your lifetime. And eventually reach a certain point where you think, okay, this is where I'm at now. And I've come a long way compared to where I was five years ago. And I'm really happy with myself. And at that point is when you really realize how far you've come. You're not going to realize how far you come like two months in or like a year in because that's not like maybe it's progress, but it's not as much significant progress compared to like five years. So you really have to like go by experience and just see, you know, where you come up and come out in the end. And hopefully it's for the better and we can just like all, you know, 
go by experience and hope that it's for the better but we never really know until we you know go through it ourselves so yeah there's really like nothing manlier than having confidence and someone who just knows what they want and how to go about getting what they want and they pretty much won't let anyone else get in their way of their vision because they're so confident that they're gonna get it that nothing else or no one else is gonna just you know get in the way of that and yeah that's just like determination at the end of the day and i would say that like um that's pretty much like what it means well one of the points of what it means to be a man oh for sure like i think for both of us like aiden said we both struggled in high school but i think now looking back we've come such a far way and i'm not saying you have to be cocky about it or like arrogant but it comes in time and it comes with self-love for yourself and just learning to not give a shit about stuff and that really i think helps a lot and i mean I'm not trying to say change yourself completely because I'm a nice person and I give a lot to people and a lot of them I don't get a lot back, but the confidence of just saying like, okay, move on to the next or don't do that again. And that kind of builds confidence when I get kind of broken down. So we're learning to handle it and I think use it daily and it is a struggle still, but to look back and say like, see how much we've changed and grown is definitely quite a big step. And I mean, we do look to other people for inspiration and to stand tall, but I think in the end of the day, it's on you and it's important to remember that. Like, you can't get that kick from someone, you know, you have to do it on your own. And then another really important one I think we both discussed um, that is, I think, really important and I think uh, people don't talk about it too much because they put their nose up at it or get quick to judge. Um, But I'll let Aiden tell you what it is and I think it's going to be not a shock so much, but one that people don't really quite know how to talk about or, or touch on. So I'll let Aiden mention it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Another point that me and Peyton kind of like found earlier throughout our research for this podcast is basically just um, men who embrace their feminine side. And if you're a dude listening to this right now, shaking your head, telling me like, oh, I don't have a feminine side. Um, I think that's bullshit because we all do. Whether that may be doing face masks, going to get a massage or going to a spa, whether it may be by yourself or even with your significant other, your girlfriend or your boyfriend, um, I'm sure you won't regret doing it. Just, you know, give it a try. And just because most females do it, those like those things doesn't mean it's considered a thing that only women do. Men can pretty much do any of those things as well and still be considered a man. Let's not let society dictate what men can and cannot do just because it fits into a certain criteria. It doesn't really make sense. Like if you enjoy doing face masks, go for it. It makes your skin nice and smooth. Like, do you want to be the kind of dude who has acne all over? Oh, I used to have acne. (laughs) Who used to have like acne all over your face and just like have oily ass skin. And, you know, girls don't want to kiss that. Like, do you, like, I'm not, I'm sure you don't want to kiss that if a girl had that. Like, come on, just take care of yourself. And it's not gay just because you want to pamper yourself. It just means, you know, self-care is a thing. And you just want to love yourself. You know, like, it's not, like, does it make you less than a man? I don't understand that. Um, I'll let Peyton add on to it, but that's just, like, my little rant right there. No, for sure. I think, to be honest with you, everyone has a little bit inside of them, so don't be ashamed. Uh, I know to start off, like, I have three friends. Well, I think more than that, but those are the three I can think of who wear nail polish and rock it. Like, they don't care what others think. Two are cis men, and one is genderqueer. 
And I know for a fact they rock it. And it makes me really happy to see that because they're not, they don't care. They talk about nail polish all the time and their partners help them sometimes or so when they messed up and then they laugh about it, like they want to be able to show their feminine side. And it's a beautiful, beautiful representation of how they feel and they embrace it full heartedly. So to know those people in my life, I think is an honor in a way because they just don't give a shit. <laughs> and then to know that there's probably other people out there who I see who wear nail polish, it's, it's nice. I think men need to have that sometimes in their life and they don't. And I think they get ashamed or worried about how people will see them, but who's going to care? Like where you want to wear and do what you need to do. And I think at the end of the day, you're going to feel better about it too. And I think that's where that confidence piece comes in as well. So but one thing that I don't, I don't know if I tell everyone, but I, you know, some people who talk about it with me on time to time, some people don't understand it, but that's okay. That's their own views. But I watch drag race and I don't think people understand or like it because I don't know what about it. They don't like, or they kind of like, that's weird or they don't quite get it, but it's one of my favorite shows and it's a beautiful representation of that femininity of cis guys or cis gay guys but also there's been some trans people in there too and mixed people from the lgbt community who have now been representing themselves and showing that feminine side but still being true to who they are inside and that could be a whole new topic about drag but um but they're allowing to be themselves and that's what makes the show so beautiful because over the years it's gotten way more developed and supported and you see their journeys as the as the drag show goes on so but a lot of people now are, are going to support it, even in like locally where we live, but also around the world. And it's become more of a topic to talk about and more of a beautiful support. And it's, it's great to see it. And more people are participating in it too. So you shouldn't be ashamed. Like at one point, my ex, who we'll talk about later, because it's a long topic, but she was really against anything I did with the slight feminine tendency or anything less manly. And it was really frustrating because then I lost that in inside of me and lost a part of me I think that over the years I've had to get back I believed it was wrong but it actually wasn't so that is an example of really just not caring about what people think and embracing that and and showing it off Mm -hmm. dude that's exactly what my point meant earlier when I said embracing your femininity side like I don't understand significant others who try so hard to change their partners just because they're happy with themselves. Like you wanted to embrace your feminine side. Okay, go for it. Like, why did she have to go and criticize you for that? I don't understand. Like you were being yourself. And if someone really loved you or loves you, then they will let you be yourself and still love you regardless of, you know, of that. So I think it's great that, you know, some men are able to embrace their feminine side and that pretty much only means they're so comfortable with themselves they're able to do what suits them without a care of what anyone else thinks or anyone else could possibly be judging them i mean is your masculinity really that fragile that you can't even do what makes you happy because if that's the case i strongly suggest that you go see a therapist um and you know do something about that because that can't be good so just really like you gotta just be yourself and embrace who you really are and be confident at the end of the day that's pretty much all there is to it no for sure i think you hit it right on the dot so um the next thing we both agree to be super important is talking about your feelings if you aren't really totally open and raw then it's not going to really benefit you i mean 
in relationships or anything you're kind of situated with. And I always feel like people would be like that. I was really quite vulnerable because it could or would be used against me and then realize that you kind of need to be not saying you need to disclose everything, but with family, friends, partners, everyday life and whatever, but bottom line myself. So I got myself further doing this. It doesn't make you weak. So to say, it means that you have feelings and you're allowed to share them and you should talk about them because I think men put a shield over themselves to protect themselves. Like they don't want to, they don't like the feeling of crying or, or feeling, um, but it doesn't make you less of a man. You, you got to feel things. You got to let it out. And it doesn't, you're not going to be viewed differently. Like, trust me, when I have feelings and I feel them, if I was a partner, if I was with a partner or with a friend, they were there for me hundred percent. They want to know what's going on. And if you have a breakup or a traumatic experience or an event in your life, just feel it and let it out. Don't let it bottle up because it can turn to something negative down the road, like anger or, or worse. So it isn't fair and it's not healthy for you. So just talk about it. And you don't, you don't even have to see a therapist if you don't want, but if that helps you because you feel like it's an environment that you trust and you feel safe in and it's confidential, then, then do it because you don't even have to be long conversation. Just say how you feel and then move on. It doesn't make you look less or weak or anything like that. So, and for a long time too, I was afraid of how to say how I felt. And then in the end, it got me further and I was able to speak up. So like, yes, I'm hurt or it bugged me or I'm sad or I'm actually not okay today. It makes a big difference. Dude, you're hundred percent right. And I think we both learned that the hard way. Being a man doesn't mean not being able to be vulnerable with anyone. If anything, you should be able to be vulnerable to people who matter the most to you in your life. If you ask yourself, what are you really so afraid of? Why can't you talk about those suppressed feelings? Why are you so scared of loved ones? Your loved ones are going to view you differently. If you really think about it, like rationally, all of those fears are only fears and nothing else. Are you scared that your loved ones are going to view you differently because you're able to be vulnerable around them? Like, are you nervous that people are going to view you as a woman and not as a man because you're able to talk about your feelings? Um, That doesn't really correlate. And no, because... If they're truly your loved ones, they will, with open arms, accept you entirely, even your vulnerable side. You have to remember that. And another point that I really want to get to is, um, before ending it off, pretty much, because this is going to be our last point, is um, you want to say that being a man, you have to acknowledge that misogyny, sexism, and patriarchy exists. Those are all things that we, to a certain extent, don't have to deal with as much as women do and it's really our role to educate other men well if you don't want to educate themselves because the ones that don't want to educate themselves because there are a lot of men out there who um who are not aware of the stuff that women have to go through and if we don't acknowledge it really who will i mean women are are already acknowledging it but men are pretty much denying that it exists so if men are denying that it exists and women are telling us that it's a thing we can't deny them of that experience that's that's like the shittiest thing you can do as a man denying a woman of what they're telling you that the experience so like as men we have to step up and say something about it and not let that be the new normal because i feel like it's slowly reaching the point where women can't even come out with their experiences without you know getting killed or you know 
getting violently attacked. Like, all of those things are not okay. And I feel like as men, if we don't say anything about it, it's just going to continue happening. And it, like, do you really want to be part of a world run by misogynistic, sexist assholes? I don't think anyone does. Even as a man, I don't think you want to be in that kind of environment because that's just toxic as hell. So, like... You know, just step up and say something about it. If you see someone being an asshole to a woman or anyone for that matter, it's just, you know, being a man, you you have to, you know, just talk about these things, even if it's not comfortable. And it's those uncomfortable moments that really make us grow as people. Even if it's, you know, a negative experience, there's always something positive that comes out of it. Not to be an optimist right now because I'm really not, but it's, it's just the truth. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say. Is there anything else you want to add on to it, Peyton? No, I agree with what you said for sure. I was just thinking about some more things as you were speaking about that. But I think nowadays, like, especially in the news, we've seen some situations, especially here, sadly, this beautiful, great city that we live in. But it happens. And I, I don't know now because of COVID or what's going on, but people are like, following women and preying on them and that's really not cool or they're vanishing and disappearing like like what's going on i don't get it like i don't know i I really don't understand what's going on but i've seen a few videos of like tests i guess where this is scenario where a guy and a girl are like having a fight in the street or something and then this guy intervenes and it was just a, a total prank kind of thing but to see that a couple people have actually stepped up is a really nice thing to see so I think that if you see a woman getting attacked or something's going on, then it's okay to intervene if you are protecting her. And, you know, we need to discuss this kind of thing and, and it's happening around us. So, and I'm happy that we brought this topic up because it's happening and if we don't talk about it. We're not going to be more aware of it or don't know how to handle it. So, but women and men both have equal rights and equal views. So there's no preference, no judgment. Like it should be all equal all around. So, I think that this was a very good topic and I'm happy that we, we brought it up towards the end of our, our topic because we need more awareness on it. And you made some really good points. So I, I couldn't have said anything better than what you just said. Mm-hmm. Especially since it's like a situation that's happening today. And right now we got to be more aware than ever and, you know, make sure to protect the women in our lives and make sure that they're safe because being a man, we know how shitty other men can be. So we just have to be vigilant and make sure not to fit in those roles that I just listed above earlier. And being a man doesn't mean being an arrogant, obnoxious asshole. Because a man means, like, being a man really means being able to be comfortable with yourself and being able to share your feelings, being able to be vulnerable, and looking out for the people who matter the most to you in your life. And at the end of the day, you just got to be yourself and not let anyone else tell you what to do. Because if you do that, then are you really, you know, any, any less version of yourself? If that makes sense. I don't think that makes sense, but it, it's just um, a thought. And I think we can all benefit from, you know, this talk today because we listed some really good points that I said earlier. And yeah, I just, um, really hope this helped people out there because this definitely would have helped me if you know I was starting out in my transition and I really wanted to you know know the um, like I guess other trans people's experiences in what they think it is to like how it is to be a man and all that stuff so yeah um, I hope you found it helpful and is there anything else you want to add Peyton no not so much I think 
we covered a lot of really good points and I'm happy that we talked about this topic this week and I really hope it helps someone out there. So please let us know if it did. I hope that you guys have a really good week and enjoy the end of March and start of April, which is like tomorrow, but it's crazy. And I hope you guys stay healthy and thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. And don't forget to leave us a comment and a five-star review on wherever you listen to this podcast. And we'll see you next week. For sure. And make sure to follow us on Instagram too. Thanks guys. See ya.